0: Good morning, good morning. I welcome you to Roanoke-Salem Missionary Baptist Church located just outside of Garrysburg in beautiful Northampton County, North Carolina. Our motto here at Roanoke-Salem is the end of your search for a friendly church and we do our very best to live up to our motto. I want to thank Mr. Derek Buffalo for being here today and uh, taking care of all of the um, technical and AV equipment and and engineering this broadcast Uh, miss april allen is not with us on this morning nor my little doll baby miss jasmine smith but i just thank you for joining us on this um this is the fifth sunday august the 30th the fifth sunday in the month of august uh in the year 2020. so we thank you for being here uh before we get started i want to uh certainly encourage you again as I've been doing for the last several weeks, to make sure that you complete the 2020 census. If you are a member of Roanoke Salem, or if you're not, you can still go to our uh, public-facing platforms, our Facebook page, or our rsnbc.com, and you will find both a number that you can call to complete the census by telephone, and you will find a link uh, that you can do it online. And, And again, you don't have to go to our platforms. Just Google. Uh, 2020 census, and something will come up that will allow you the opportunity to complete the census. Very important. And certainly, as I've been encouraging you, make sure, please, ma'am, please, sir, make sure that you are registered to vote in the upcoming 2020 election. You can call or go by the Board of Elections in your municipality, your county, wherever it is, and make sure that you are legally registered to vote in the election. With that said, let us now go to the Lord in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this opportunity to preach and teach your word. Use me, Holy Spirit, uh, to preach and teach with clarity and conviction. And my prayer is that, Jehovah God, you be satisfied and that lives will be positively changed by the hearing of the word, that someone who is saved will be more encouraged to, to serve you faithfully, Jesus, and someone who is unsaved will humble herself or himself and give their lives to you in your name Jesus we pray amen our sermon for today will be based on the 34th psalm psalm number 34 i'm reading from the niv the new international version and we're going to look at verses 15 through 19 psalm 34 verses 15 through 19 through the uh, using the new international version of the bible And this is what it says, beginning at verse 15. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are attentive to their cry. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil, to blot out their name from the earth. The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears them. The Lord delivers them from all of their troubles. Verse 18 says, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and save those who are crushed in spirit. And then verse 19 says, the righteous person may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers him from them all. I want to use as a topic or a theme, if you will, for this message, God is going to bring you out. God is going to bring you out. The media continues to report on the deadly COVID-19 virus that is uh, just devastating here in the United States and around the world. Just in the United States alone to date, uh, 5.8 million positive cases of coronavirus and over 180,000 deaths so far. Hurricanes Laura and Marco uh, have left trails of death and millions of dollars in destruction, and wildfires are still burning, uh, destroying lives and property out in California. Christians know that Jehovah God is good all the time. But we have to also understand why unsaved people may ask us, Why does your good God, you say he's good all the time and all the time he's good. So why does your good God allow bad things to happen to so many people? It's not an unfair question, church family. I don't believe there's any single definitive answer to why a good God sometimes allows bad things to happen in his world. And and I'm emphasizing that his because we have to remember it is his world. Some Christians believe that uh, maybe our country is being punished for our collective sins. I'm not sure that that's true, but I I cannot say and I will not say definitively that that is not true. What I do know, though, is that God uses all natural and man-made disasters to turn our attention back to him. Amen. I'm confident, based on the Bible, that God wants all of us, every one of us, to recognize him and to respect his laws. Amen. Man can pass laws, but God's laws are the ones that really count. And one more thing I know for sure. Until Jesus Christ comes back to this earth, all of us will have some kind of trouble every now and then. If you live, you cannot escape the fact that some type of trouble, trouble being anything that that uh, causes any type of anxiety or grief or worry or or even sometimes, unfortunately, physical and emotional pain in our lives. And and I know it's true that until Jesus comes back, all of us are going to have some trouble every once in a while. I know that for two reasons. First reason is this. Number one, when our foreparents, Adam and Eve, sinned by disobeying God in the Garden of Eden, they threw a perfect world out of balance when adam and eve sinned they threw what had been a perfect world out of balance and the world has been filled with disease and destruction and death from that day until this day here's the second reason i know all of us are going to have some trouble the bible declares there will be trouble in this world it's not a matter of my opinion It is a fact. The Bible declares so. In the book of Job, chapter 14, Job said, a man that is born of a woman is of a few days and full of trouble. Not only that, in the book of St. John in the New Testament, chapter 16, verse 33, Jesus himself said, in this world you will have trouble. He said, but take heart. That means, but, but be encouraged because I have overcome the world. All the trouble that we face in this world today is real. All the trouble that we face in this world today is real. Stop taking COVID-19 as a joke. It's real. But if you have made Jesus Christ your personal Lord and Savior, you can face any trouble with confidence because you know and you believe, or I should say it the other way, you believe and you know that God is going to bring you out amen glory hallelujah to his name because he's able he's able he's able to do anything but fail look here with me at psalm 34 and by the way i want you to know as we're reading this and i'm talking about these these four verses david who wrote this song king david who wrote this psalm, he was at the time he was pretending to be mentally ill he was pretending to be crazy To escape Abimelech uh, at the time that he was inspired to write this song. In in verse number 15, David wrote that God keeps his eyes on the righteous, and God's ears are always listening to hear the voice of the righteous. Let me give you some more evidence. First Peter chapter 3 verse 12 says God's eyes are over the righteous and that his ears are open to the prayers of the righteous and that his face is against evildoers Uh, James 15 and James book of James chapter 5 verse 16 from the NIV says that the prayers of a righteous man a righteous person those prayers are powerful and effective the righteous are people who are saved by faith in jesus christ now that's in our time in history since jesus came to this earth died for our sins and left and went back to heaven the righteous now since the time that jesus came uh, and died and resurrected are those who we give our lives to jesus christ we are saved by our faith in jesus the righteous are the folks whose sins are forgiven and covered by the blood Of Jesus Christ. Nothing washes away the stains of our sins but the blood of Jesus. The righteous are folks who live by faith and we do our best to obey God's word. Die and here's the thing that everybody can be uh hopeful about and everybody can be encouraged by. Jehovah God and his son Jesus Christ, Jesus does not discriminate in forgiving sins. So anybody can become part of the righteous body of Christ if they so choose. But we also need to understand that being righteous does not protect us from trouble. Amen now. There is natural trouble, like we're experiencing now. Pandemics and hurricanes and tornadoes and fires and earthquakes. And and then there is human trouble, uh, man-made trouble, if you will. The root cause of human trouble is still sin. And that sin that's in the hearts of all mankind, sometimes it is escalated, it's fueled by demonic forces. That's why we have wars continually. That's why there's injustice all over the world. That's why there's racism and prejudice. That's why there is crime. It's sin, but sometimes, again, that sin that's already in the hearts of man is, is escalated, is fueled, is energized by demonic forces. And I know that's right because in the book of Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, we read these words. Paul wrote, we're not wrestling. We're not fighting against just human beings. We're fighting against uh, the rulers and the authorities and the dark powers of this world. The evil of spiritual forces in heavenly places. In other words, Paul's saying we're we're fighting against powerful supernatural forces that are way beyond man's own ability. Amen. But here's the good news. If you're righteous, it does not matter what the trouble is. God is going to bring you out. Amen. Now, you got to believe it for yourself. Verse 16 says the Lord God, Jesus Christ, is against those who do evil. Evildoers are unsaved people. Let me just make it plain and simple. Evildoers are unsaved people. I must quickly say that just because somebody is unsaved, that doesn't mean that they're a bad person or have evil intentions. But in God's eyes, until you accept Jesus Christ, you are not righteous you may be good, you may be kind, you may be caring, you may be generous, but until you accept Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, in the eyes of Almighty God, you are not righteous. And I'm sorry, but God makes the rules. And I, and I shouldn't even say I'm sorry, because God doesn't need or want me to apologize for him. He makes the rules, so it is what it is. Verse 16 says that God punishes evil people and he erases even the memory of them from human history. That's deep, y'all. Not only is God going to punish those who continually reject Jesus, one day he's going to punish them, but, but the word says he even erases their memory, the thought of them, from history. Verse 16 says that when the righteous cry out, that's you and me who are saved, God hears us and he brings us out of all of our troubles. Now, I don't know how he does it. I sometimes don't know when he's going to do it. I don't know where he's going to do it. I just know that he will do it. And I know I've got a witness uh, for those of who are watching this broadcast or, or able to hear it. Uh, you, you are witness. Some of y'all witnesses, too, that no matter what kind of trouble you found yourself in, when you put your trust in Jesus and cried out to him, God will bring you out. Verse 18 offers hope for all unsaved people. So if you're unsaved, listen very carefully. This is for you. David said that the Lord God, and now in our day and time, his, in the embodiment of his son, Jesus Christ, he has loving affection for every person, listen to me now, who is brokenhearted or their spirit is crushed because of their sin. That speaks directly to unsaved people. When you become brokenhearted, when you feel guilt and anguish and true, genuine remorse because of your sin, God has a loving kindness and affection for you. In other words, people who want to be forgiven for their sins against God. If that's who you are, this is good news. If you're unsaved and the trouble in your life has made you sorry for your sins, God has love and grace and mercy for you if you're unsaved and the trouble in your life has made you sorry for the sins that you've been committing, God has agape, unconditional love and grace and mercy for you. In Daniel chapter 9, verse 9, Daniel wrote that the Lord our God is merciful and forgiving, even though we have rebelled against him. And, that, and look, I thought both hands, if I had five more hands, I'd throw them up too. God is merciful and forgiving, even though we have rebelled against him. And all of us have. Don't fool yourself and don't let nobody fool you. Ain't nobody that holy ever walked the face of the earth but Jesus. Acts chapter 3 verse 19 says this. Paul wrote, um, I mean, Paul didn't write that, not in the book of Acts. Uh, uh, Luke wrote, um, he said, repent then and turn to God so that your sin may be wiped out that times of refreshing may come from the Lord. Amen. To every unsaved person who hears this message, I beg you today, ask Jesus Christ to forgive your sins. And when you do, God is going to bring you out. Amen. But finally, and this is verse number 19. Verse 19 says, A righteous person, a righteous man or woman, may have many troubles... But the Lord God delivers the righteous from all of their troubles. I'm closing with these words. Everybody has trouble in this life. But if God counts you among his righteous, he will work out everything for you. When trouble comes, don't give in to doubt or fear. God is going to bring you out. In the book of Nahum, chapter 1, verse 7, the word says, the Lord God is good; a stronghold in the day of trouble, and He knows those who trust Him. Psalm, chapter, Psalm three, Psalm excuse me, Psalm thirty-one, verse number seven. Psalm thirty-one and seven says, "I will be glad and rejoice in God's mercy. God knows my trouble, and God knows the burdens of my soul. God knows what we're going through, and if you're righteous and you trust Him." he will bring you out. My sisters and brothers in Christ, when we have trouble, we need to look to the hills from which comes our help because God is going to bring us out. I've got some witnesses from the word. Daniel got in trouble because he prayed to God, but God saved his life and promoted him to the position of power next to the king himself. Esther got in trouble for just being a Jew, but God saved her life and used her to save the life, the lives of all her people. The three Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they got in trouble for obeying God. But God saved their lives and gave them positions of great power within the, 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 uh, the government of Nebuchadnezzar. Ruth had trouble in her life. Her husband died unexpectedly, but God brought her out. Amen. He connected her to a man named Boaz, and then through them, the lineage of King David came on, and eventually, of course, we know it leads to Jesus Christ. Joseph was in trouble with his own family. His brothers were jealous of the dreams God gave him, and because they knew his daddy loved him so much. They got mad, and they even casted. They, they sent him away uh, into slavery. But even though he had to go to prison first, God promoted Joseph to the second highest position in all of Egypt, right next to the Pharaoh. Abraham got in trouble because he obeyed God and left his relatives behind. But then God brought him out, turned things around, and ultimately made Abraham the father of many nations. Job was in trouble, not with anybody, not with God. The the Lord himself Put the devil on Job, because Job was a righteous man. But the Lord didn't let the devil take his life, and he saved Job's life. And at the end of his troubles, God doubled Job's family and his wealth. He Gave him back what he had lost in his family, the same amount. But he doubled all his wealth and belongings. You and me, our sins were going to send us to hell, but God brought us out of the trouble by sending Jesus Christ to save us. Jesus Christ is the person who brought us out, and we can take heart, and we can, be, we can be encouraged and have faith that the same way he brought us out then, he'll bring us out today. If you're saved, stay focused, and stay encouraged in the Lord. Continue to pray, continue to praise, continue to serve God faithfully. Do your best to be obedient. And when trouble comes, pray and ask the Lord. Remind him. Lord, you said you would bring me out. If you're unsaved, first thing you need to do is give your life to Jesus because your soul is in trouble. You're in danger of going to hell for all eternity. But Jesus Christ will bring you out. That's why he went on that cross. That's why he let them pierce him in his side. That's why he gave up the ghost and died. That's why he went down in a borrowed tomb. That's why he got up on the third day morning with all power in his hands because he wanted to bring you out and bring me out of eternal damnation in a lake of burning fire i thank god for loving us enough that even in spite of our many sins if we'll turn to jesus with sincere sorrow for our sins ask for forgiveness then god will bring us out of the trouble that we face every day that we live father in jesus name thank you now for a message from you I pray that the message has been effective and that those who hear it will be positively changed. And Lord, for those who may be unsaved, part of the unrighteous, part of the evildoers in that they are not saved. I ask, Lord, that if they will repeat after me, they can be saved on this morning. If you're unsaved and you want to be saved, please repeat this prayer. Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me for my sins. I believe you are the son of the living God. I believe you rose from the dead. I ask you now, Jesus, to be my personal Lord and Savior. It's in your name I pray, Jesus. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, you're saved. You're part of the body of Christ. And you have access to an expectation of every promise of God that's found in the Bible for the believers in Jesus Christ. God is going to bring you out. Don't let this time in the world get you so depressed and so distracted that you go back into sin or you just give up. God is going to bring you out. He's going to bring us all out in his due time and in his own way, but he's going to bring us out. But you got to keep your faith and you got to keep trying your best to not only live holy yourself, but encourage others to do the same and tell people about Jesus so they can get saved and God can begin to turn things around positively in their lives, too. Amen. And now may the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit, rest room and with us henceforth and forevermore. Amen.